The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on the Believer's Walk of Faith. God's going to fight your battle. So he's going to give you something bigger than you can do. Bigger than you can, your education, bigger than your thoughts, bigger than you ever, th- he, that's his way. Because he wants to fight. Amen. He wants, the only thing you fight is a good fight of faith. You got to know that when you said it, it has happened. Righteousness makes it so that I don't need to feel anything. Because it gives me a sense of right standing. I don't need to feel anything. What I took him to last time, I took him to um, 2 Kings chapter 10. And in 2 Kings chapter 10, um, the enemy was coming against Hezekiah and the children of Israel. And what happened, Hezekiah sent to Amos, say, hey, give me a word on this. And he gave him a word that says, um, God's going to fight the battle for you. And so forth and so on. So he came back, they brought the word back to him. He took it and opened it up in the temple and he shared, read it before the Lord. Now this is why a lot of people don't pray the word because they can't feel anything. Lord, I mean, I got to feel something, man. And then they get done and praying and say, did you feel that? That's what the young people say today. Feel me? Y'all feel, y'all feel me? (laughs) Say, no, I don't feel you. (laughs) Okay. Now, now I want you to see this because he read it before the Lord. And in second Kings chapter, um, chapter 19, verse 20 and read before the Lord. Now this is what the reply said. And then Isaiah, the son of Amos sent unto the Hezekiah saying, uh, thus saith the Lord God of Israel, that which you have prayed to me against Shenesarab, the Assyrian, I have what? Heard. heard. That's it. Mm. Now, how did God hear him? Because he prayed what Isaiah gave him. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Right. Say amen, amen to this. Amen. Now, how do I know this? First John chapter five, please. Verse 14. First John chapter five, verse 14 says, this is a confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his word, he heareth us. And if we know that he hear us, whatever we ask, we know that we what have the petition that we desire of him. Now, how do we know we have it? When we make a petition, how do we know we have it? Because of what? Because he heard us. And how do we know he heard us? We prayed his word. Don't be trying to feel anything because you can't feel his word. The only thing you can do is say his word. Release it. Once you release it, you get your faith on what you just said. Say, I release it and I believe he heard it because he said it. And if he didn't mean it, he shouldn't have put it in his book. So I'm about to act on what I just prayed. 
So what did Hezekiah and them do? Hezekiah, uh, uh, verse 35 of 2 Kings chapter 19, verse 35. And he said this, he said, and it came to pass that night. No, I said that night. That the angel of the Lord went out and he smote in the camp of the Syrians for a hundred, four score and 5,000. And when they arose early in the morning, behold, they were all dead corpses. Who fought the battle? Didn't the preachers say that we can't go in there because they're going to slaughter us or whatever? Well, who's going to fight the battle? God's going to fight your battle. So he's going to give you something bigger than you can do. Bigger than you can, your education, bigger than your thoughts, bigger than you ever, um, that's his way. Because he wants to fight. He wants, the only thing you fight is a good fight of faith. You got to know that when you said it, it has happened. And folks, when it has happened like that, you can go to sleep. Go to sleep, praise God. That's your act of faith. Say, I just pray for this kid and I'm going to sleep. Say amen. The devil wants you to stay up all times of night and worry and so forth. He wants you to break your body down and get your own diabetes and whatever. Why? Because your body is not designed to carry that kind of load. You're supposed to pray and go to sleep. I'm talking to, I'm going to talk over here because there's somebody over here. You've been worried about that money. Pray tonight and go to sleep. Get you a sense of righteousness and you will reign as a king. A king does not give an order and then sit up in his throne and worry whether his orders are being carried out. You know, if no man will do it, God will have angels to carry that out personally. He will send an angel in the form of a man and go knock on the door of this person and get your knees met. was behind in a rent and everything and they were going to put her out and she prayed. She said, Lord, I'm going to take you at your word. She prayed and, and, and whatever the amount was, a thousand dollars or whatever it was, he, this man came from the upstairs apartment late at night, knocked on the door. She said, who is it? She said, it's your neighbor from upstairs. And he wasn't saved. She said, she opened the door and he pulled out an envelope and gave us the money. Watch this. This is what he said. Tell your God to leave me alone. And that is a fact. That is a fact. Somebody needs to believe that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And you're going to reign like a king. Now, why am I preaching this? Because we're going to believe this. We're going into a place now that we're going to believe everything in this book. Yes. Say amen. Yes. And we're not 
going to try to make it religious, how to make it something that we can feel, touch and taste and so forth. No, we're going to take God at his word. And I guarantee you when you do that, it's a new place for you. The first thing you're going to say, well, I don't feel the spirit. You feel the spirit. You wait till the manifestation comes. Now I'm saying the anointing will be present, but I'm saying we've been putting too much emphasis on the flesh. Yes, sir. Let's go to John chapter five. Okay. In John chapter five, verse three, he came by the pool of Bethesda. Bethesda means um, house of grace. And he said, and these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, blind halt with it, waiting for the moving of the water. Where an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and he troubled the water. And whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity, how long? 38 years. 38 years. Let me say that again. 38 years. Next verse. When Jesus saw him, he knew that he had been, saw him lie. He knew that he had been a long time in that case. And he said unto him, will thou be what? Made whole. The impotent man answered and said to him, sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me in the pool. But while I'm coming, another stepped down before me. And Jesus said to the man, rise, come on, take up that bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole, took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. The Jews therefore said unto him, that was cured. It is not, it is the Sabbath day and it is not lawful for thee to carry your bed. And he answered and said, he that made me whole, the same said to me, take up your bed and walk. Now, I want to say some stuff here. Are you with me? There is quite a bit of manipulation happening out here in this world system. And with it, Satan is not after the heathen because he's got them. He knows what group can make the change. And it's the church. He's after you. And what he wants to get the church to do is think like the world. That's what he's after. Because he knows you can't transform someplace that you're not transformed from. In other words, unless you think differently, you can't change that place. He's trying to get you to think there. Now I mentioned Daniel and the forging that we talked about. So this man, Jesus came to him and he's trying to wake up the man's desire. 
He said, now, do you want to be made whole? The man began to cry victim. Now, you can't be a victim and victorious at the same time. God said in Joshua 1.5, no man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Does that sound like a victim to you? Now I'm saying all of this, especially for you black Christians. The day of you crying victim in the church is over. You are victorious. Now this is for all of us, but it takes BW to preach it. Because they came back and said, we can't take it. Because we are victims. He's brought us out of here to get us killed and so forth. You are not a victim. Yes, sir. Amen. And that television will try to make you think you are a victim. But anybody that's got enough power to go into a neighborhood and shift it is not a victim. Anybody that can feed 5,000 plus women and children is not a victim. Anybody that can stop a storm is not a victim. Jesus said, what I did, you can do too. But if you think you're a victim, you can't do nothing. You can't do nothing but complain about what the man is doing to me. You need to get off that horse. It won't ride. They told me you cannot have this ball because you are a black man. But what do you think I knew? I knew the word of God. Every place the sole of my feet shall tread upon was mine. And you need to get off of that because it's got your mind tied down like a donkey. They got you on, on, on victim drugs and trying to keep you there. You are not a victim. This stuff belongs to you. Yes, sir. I said it belongs to you. And it's going to be up to you to take it. Because ain't nobody giving you nothing today. You're going to have to use your faith and let God shift that stuff right into your hands. Say amen. I don't care what you think about me when you leave this place. Well, he this, he that. I got them all. Come on. All my debts are paid. My houses are paid. My cars are paid. That ain't no victim. But I have to make up my mind. The man ain't going to tell me who I am. God's going to tell me who I am. of this mess and the black people being manipulated by the television and they're trying to tell you who you are. Folks, I don't care. Put up verse 5 again of Joshua chapter 1. Put it up one more time. Here's what he said. There shall be, not shall be any man 
be able to stand before you. From the White House to the outhouse, nobody, nobody, billionaire, no heir, nobody, nobody can stop me. what's been waiting for. You can't tell me what I can't have. I don't care if you hold it. You still can't tell me what I can't have. My father owns it. No longer are you going to be manipulated. You've been manipulated. It's almost like a slave. And soon as one tries to escape, they'll catch him and make an example out of him so the others won't move. I asked God, God, what is Chicago? That's my wife. When I first got here, God spoke to me clearly. He said, it's a big plantation. I need to read you some of the stats of of the African-Americans in this this city. How many businesses they got, and and I'm looking at the revenue that comes in from their businesses. The total revenue was about $389, billion coming in from the business community. How much do you think that all these black businesses out here, how much do you think of that $300, almost $400 billion coming in is apart from the African-American community? Less than 1%. Less don't own nothing. And I'm tired of it. And I'm tired of preachers preaching some mess to have you go back to Egypt and have you dislike him or dislike her. My friends, if you hate, you're out of the race. You are out of the race. You got to love your neighbors, love your enemies. Did I put Luke chapter 17 up there yet? Then said he unto the disciples, it is impossible, but that offenses are going to come. Now it's up to you to receive the offense. Well, I got offended. Well, get your feelings out of the way and get off of that. If you know, can't nobody stop you, why are you getting offended? If you know they can't break you, why are you getting mad at them? Come on now. I'm going to meet you where you are. I'm not fussing. I'm just telling you what the deal is. Because we're going to destroy this plantation. We're getting off of this thing. God, I'm telling you, he sent a man that says, we're the people going to get to the promised land. I'm the one to take you in. And that's my job, and I'm going to take you in. You're going to own some of this. You start listening to people that are making you mad and angry and all of that. Stop listening to that mess. Go back into the Word of God. They took Daniel, treated him bad, put him in the lion's den. Hated him, put him in there. But could the lions bite him? No. The people that threw him in there got thrown in there themselves. And watch this. Daniel came out, watch this, and changed the law. 
Come on, God's going to use you to change the law. Redlining law is going to change. Because I ain't scared of no man. I ain't scared of no devil. And I ain't scared of no disease. You can't kill me. You can't stop me. And you can't curse me. Now I'm going to take you in. And I'm telling you, it's our time, folks. I said it's our time. Now, one more place. Turn to Psalm 62. Woo, Lord Jesus. Look at Psalm 62. God has spoken once, twice. Have I heard this? What? Does Satan fear? He fears power. How does the power come? By faith. How does the faith come? By hearing, by revelation. Hear it once, that's information. Hear it twice, that's revelation. Deuteronomy 29, 29. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed, come on, belong to us and to our children. How long? Forever. What Satan doesn't want you to have is revelation. revelation. It's what God's got to give you. For you to get him to transfer it, you'll have to have revelation. Genesis, please, chapter, thir- chapter 13 and verse 14. You're going to have to have revelation. Watch this. Check it out. And the Lord said unto Abram, after that lot was separated from him. Why? Because lot was all that strife. Lift up now your eyes and look from the place where you are, northward, southward, eastward, and westward. For all the land which you see, to thee will I give it. And to thy seed, how long? Forever. And look how he's going to give it to you. First Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 12. Check this out. This really going to make the devil mad. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God that we might know things that we have to pay for from God. Come on, saints. That's what the devil has found out. That you're going to have a revelation that is already yours. Now, somebody said, well, you don't mean I have have to pay for it? God may have you pay for it, but he's going to give you the money to do it. Well, I trust that you were blessed by that dynamic message. Praise God. Now, here's a simple, powerful point that you want to remember. You are not a victim. You are an overcomer. Do you realize there are a lot of people making a lot of money on people who say they're victims? (laughs) A lot of people making a lot of money. You are not a victim. You're an overcomer. Joshua chapter 1, verse 5 Uh, Joshua says that this is what God tells Joshua. He says this. He says, there shall no man be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, I will be with you. I will not fail you nor forsake you. See, when it's time for us to buy our first shopping mall, that's the scripture I use. That's one of them. Uh, The other one was Joshua 1.3. But that's the scripture I use because I had to see myself as an overcomer. 
How many of us have been programmed in, well, they're victims, well, they don't like you down there, well, you know, those people are prejudiced, so so what? God says, there shall no man be able to stand before me all the days of my life. Do you believe God? Praise God. Then occupy till he comes. Hallelujah. Well, I got a couple of offerings for you. One is this occupy till I come. I've been doing some teaching on it. Now, what we're talking about here is God teaching us how to take the land. He's giving us faith through teaching through the gospel as to how to possess your inheritance. What's one of your inheritance? To be debt free. He wants you debt-free this year. Praise God. Here you go. <laughs> How about another way? Get out of that sickness. Get out of that sick bed. I mean, get up and start doing things for the kingdom. All in here. That's part of your inheritance. Occupy till I come. Another teaching is imitate God and get results. You know, we, the Bible says over in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1, be imitators of God as dear children. That word there means imitators. It's, it's a Greek word. It means to imitate God. So think about it. If I have God's word in me and speak God's word out of me, I'm imitating God. Praise God. You see, I'm speaking just like God. Imitate God and get results. Fabulous teaching. Well, that's all we have today. This is Bill Winston saying until next time, we love you and keep walking by faith. Today's series, Occupy Till I Come, is available in its entirety on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4. To order in the U.S., call 1-800-711-9327 or contact us online at billwinston.org. In Canada, call us at 844-298-2900 or contact us online at billwinston.ca. One additional resources to help you grow? Order Image of Truth Special Bundle, which includes Occupy Till I Come, four-part series, and Dr. Winston's mini-book, Imitate God and Get Results. This powerful teaching bundle will awaken you to present-day truths of God's plan for you to think, talk, walk, and believe like Him, even amid perilous times. Get this enlightening series, Occupy Till I Come, today. Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed through the power of prayer. Our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. Contact us by phone at 1-877-543-9443 or submit your prayer request online at billwinston.org forward slash prayer. Follow us on Periscope and Facebook to join us for our regular live prayer sessions. We want to thank our partners who have made this prayer call center possible. Together, we are transforming lives throughout the world. If you are not a partner, we encourage you to pray about joining us in partnership and be a part of the wonderful work that God is doing through this ministry. We love you and look forward to praying and partnering with you. Do you have a passion for growing your business? Do you ever dream about starting your own company or designing a new product? If yes, then God is calling you to do something big. 
to help answer the world's problems by creating products and services that help make the world a better place by identifying business opportunities that open up new streams of revenue in your community and by creating well-paying jobs for others. As a kingdom entrepreneur, God has called you to do great things, but to accomplish them, you need the right environment to cultivate your gift and the power of the Word of God. At the Joseph Business School, you are encouraged to think big and achieve supernatural results. Doing business? God's way. This means extraordinary business results and witty inventions are the norm, not the exception. Apply today to start your kingdom success story. JBS offers campus and online programs. 